Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. the jesse kelly show another hour of the jesse kelly show and i realized i didn't i teased it and i didn't actually follow through and tell people about my gigantic personal victory a goal of mine from today you see the wife and i decided we were going to take the boys out for laser tag today and we didn't realize we were going to be in there with a bunch of other people a bunch of random people from the community well, let's just say there were a bunch of tiny kids, including this big group of little girls that not only played laser tag today, they played on the wrong team, Jack. So to say I dominated at laser tag today would be a massive understatement. 
Those girls went away knowing they were not the dominant force in laser tag. Jesse Kelly was the dominant force in laser tag. And I think this is a valuable lesson they will carry with them for the rest of their lives. So don't call me a hero, but still. And by the way, that leads me right into this. I don't think I don't think we can possibly play enough. This whole story out of Florida. One day when Nick says the rooster followed him and attacked him. His neck flares up and he's doing his thing and he's trying to jump up at me. He was trying to get the animal away. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when Dave Felice (laughs) came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch. I said I'm calling JSO. I called JSO. JSO didn't do nothing. Then a couple of days later, I, I realized I could call animal control. And in late June, James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. While the neighbors <laughs> continue the fight, Nick says he never should have been arrested. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. <laughs> Let's get this man free. Let's start a bail fund. This man doesn't deserve to be behind bars. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's focus. I'm like, look, we're either going to answer Dr. Jesse or answer Dr. Jesse questions, or we're going to check in with Joe again and see how it's going in the Middle East. And uh, I had a terrible headache. <laughs> Excuse me, a terrible headache. And today, Junior, doing well, Jesse. I need your sage advice, great Oracle. We all know that you were a top-notch RV salesman in a previous life. My wife and I are looking to buy a vehicle, but prices right now are extremely high. From your perspective of a salesman, what is it the best approach as a buyer to engage with a salesman? I don't want to come off as snobby, but I don't want to look like a pigeon either. I don't buy the cliche, this is my price or I'm walking away approach. Any advice is appreciated. Thanks. You know, in life in general, it's all about leverage. Really, everything is. It's all about leverage. It is. Uh, Believe it or not, I know this sounds terrible, but in your personal life, oftentimes it's about leverage. If I come home tonight and I tell my sons, hey, there's dog poop in the backyard. Go pick up the dog poop. And my sons say, no. I'm not doing it. Well, they're in a very, very bad spot right there. Why? Because they don't have any leverage. They don't pay for the house. They can easily have all their things taken away. What can they do to me if I start doing that? Really nothing whatsoever but sit and complain. Their leverage is non-existent. Therefore, they will do whatever I tell them to do. Make sense? This, it works this way in your business life. And I, know, I know it's cold and, and it sounds harsh, but the truth is, are you valuable to your employer or the next employer? Does your employer, if you were going to leave, would it be a stressful situation for him? Would it cause him stress? Would it cost him money if you left? If it would, you have leverage. If it would not, You don't have anything, and you better show up 15 minutes early, and you better not leave late. Leverage is everything. If you're buying something right now, a car specifically right now, and you're going to have to trust me on this because I have a bunch of friends in the car business. 
One of my friends uh, manages one of the biggest dealerships down here, and we hang out all the time. So you're just going to have to trust me on this. If you're out buying a car right now, new or used, unless you are trading in a vehicle that he'll be able to resell, and there's a huge market for used, so that may be the case, but you have zero leverage in a car dealership right now buying a new car. Here's why. There is a gigantic chip shortage. We need specific kinds of chips in this country in order to make new cars. It's way beyond me. I don't understand what they are. It's computer nerd stuff. Michael probably knows. It's, you need a chip of some kind to make a car. It's not just engines and tires and windows and stuff. They're, they're, they're extremely computerized. We're running out of them. We're running out of other supplies it takes to, to make cars. I'm sure you've probably seen, not those chips, you idiot. Anyway, I'm sure you've probably seen, I know I've seen in my area, car dealerships, these big car dealerships that used to, I mean, you drive by and there'd be 500 cars, 1,000 cars on the lot. Now there's 50 to 100. There aren't enough cars. We have a supply and demand problem. I've had a few buddies who've had to buy cars recently or chose to buy cars recently. And these are guys who they knew what they wanted right away. And they had to pre-order their cars. All three of them had to pre-order their cars because they knew what they wanted. They're not going to even get their cars for a couple months. And they all paid full boat. What I'm telling you is, and this is so odd. Again, we're in odd times because these are different than times that you're used to or times that I'm used to. I watched my dad my whole life walk into car dealerships and wasn't a jerk, but would always play hardball with them. And, you know, this is what I'll pay. This is what I'll do that. And I watched my dad win those negotiations his whole life. And I can tell you about that, but that's not going to do you any good right now because you don't have any leverage at all. Maybe you're going out and you're buying a, a Chevy Malibu. Is that still a car? A Malibu. Maybe you're maybe you're going out to buy a Chevy Malibu. You and the old lady. You're going out to buy one, brother. That Chevy salesman, the Chevy sales manager, the Chevy finance manager, everybody in that dealership who's going to make money off of you buying that Chevy Malibu. They don't need you. At all. Oh, you want a Chevy Malibu? Okay, sure, sure. We'll sell you one. Uh, we have. Three available. You want one of these? If you do, you better get down here now. Oh, oh, you want this specific one with this specific color? Okay, well, that's not even available anywhere. Here, let's start an order form for you and make you pay some money down for it because we have to order one. I will let you know in a few months when it gets in. And to which you're listening to the sound of my voice, and I know this is not great news, but you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're saying, oh, gosh, well, screw that. I'm walking away. Well, this is the problem. You don't have leverage. They're going to say, oh, okay, bye. Because... 15 minutes after you leave, some guy just drove in from out of state because he couldn't find a Chevy Malibu either, and he's going to go buy one of those ones on the lot, and he's going to pay full price. I'm not telling you not to buy a car. I'm not. If you have a used vehicle, like when I traded in my truck for my midlife crisis car, I had to pay full boat for my midlife crisis car. I had no leverage outside of my truck. My truck was uh, 2017, and it didn't have a back-breaking amount of miles on it. It had some, but it was in good shape, pretty good shape, even though that crappy sunroof didn't work. Uh, 
that's what that's the only thing that gave me any leverage at all. They didn't take a daggone dime off the new car, but I got way more for my 2017 pickup than I had any business getting at all. It's a hard market right now for leverage. If you're buying a car, that specific market, you simply don't have any because the salesman doesn't need you. He doesn't need you. Now, if you're asking in general, in normal times, I would simply tell you, walk in and treat the salesman like a human being. You very likely will get treated one back. If you treat him like some scumbag used car salesman who's going to screw you over and you're going to show him who's boss, he's very likely going to screw you over too. If someone treated me like crap, they got treated like crap. If someone treated me well, I treated them well. That's just kind of how that works. All right. Donald Trump. Someone wants to know why Donald Trump is sitting down with a far-left communist journalist. I will explain why this keeps happening in just a moment. Before I explain that, I'm going to explain that we live in a dangerous world. Doesn't matter where you are. Robberies are up. Mental health problems are up. Arsons are up. Car robberies or car burglaries are up. Murders up. Assaults up. Everything's up. I, when I walk out of here every single day, no matter where I am, actually, we're playing laser tag today. No matter where I am now, more than ever, my cell phone is in my pocket and I am armed. If someone approaches you on your way to your car today and they want to hurt you, are you going to be able to do something about it? Is your daughter going to be able to do something about it? Your son, your mother, your wife, your husband. Get a hero gun, please. Anyone can use it. It has a laser sight on it. It's a non-lethal gun. You point and squeeze. It fires these pepper balls. It'll stop an attacker and has in their tracks. It'll save your life. Does not require a concealed carry permit. Go to Hero2020.com and get one today. Use the code JESSE to get you a special discount. Yourself, your wife, your mom, get them. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse USA! Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday, and Ask Doctor Jesse Friday, and we're gonna we're gonna get into a bunch of things still on this show. But somebody has a really, really, really great question about Trump. The email is this. Hi, please help me. Explain why it is that Trump is giving an interview with the worst journalists that hate him and they're completely against his agenda. What is his strategy? I can't figure it out. And then says he's referring to the New York Magazine interview with Olivia Nuzzi is her name or Nutsy. I don't know, but she is a full-blown communist. I'm going to play something for you. This is older. This is back from 2020, back when Trump was president. You're going to hear an exchange between, well, you, it depends on what part of it Michael plays. Initially, it's Donald Trump and ABC reporter John Carl going back and forth at each other. And then The View, that old hags at The View, they're interviewing John Carl about how horrible Trump is. So I'll just play a little bit of you. But I, I want you to listen to this because I have something I'm going to tell you afterwards. Listen attempt to shift the focus from where the government has lagged in its response. Do you think maybe this is a sort of wag the dog situation where it's easier to get in a fight with you than actually take responsibility for the horrible response to this virus? Well, it has happened with alarming consistency. Uh, he, 
at virtually every one of these briefings, there is a moment where he lashes out in very personal terms at a reporter. He's done it to me uh, now twice. Uh, he's done it to several of my colleagues. And, you know, I, I, it, I don't know if it's strategic or if he is just truly uh, consumed with how he is perceived. You know, I've, I've got this new book out. Uh, that talks about how uh, the president seems to see his entire presidency as uh, t to a degree that the way he saw his reality show. He wants to see the reviews. He talks about the okay, ratings. Uh, that, that's, all the that's, time. that's 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 enough. That's enough. Now. So that's ABC's John Carl. He was one of the more detestable anti-Trump reporters during Trump's four years. And I mean, just lied about everything, lied about Trump, lied about his administration, and then would not only get in these matches with Trump where he's lying, he would then turn and run to other press outlets like The View and tr continue trashing Trump and lie and trash Trump and lie and trash Trump and lie, to which you're sitting there nodding. You're saying, gosh, yeah, that sucks. John Carl sucks. And yes, John Carl does suck. That, that is a good point. This is about four or five months ago, I think. I may have that timeline wrong, but I know I'm fairly close. Trump, as you know, basically lives in his Florida resort, Mar-a-Lago. Pretty, that's pretty much what he does full time. A friend of mine, who will go nameless at this point in time, texted me in a rage. We began texting back and forth. So I was trying to figure out what was wrong. He said that Donald Trump had just by invitation, spent 18 hours with reporter at Mar-a-Lago. And I said, okay, which reporter was that? John Carl, ABC. You ask me why. I have theories. I have one that I think is entirely correct, but I don't know. One thing I do know is this. Donald Trump loves to fight. That's why he fights everyone and fights with everyone. And that's why he was such a battle axe at a time we needed a battle axe. He loves to fight. Donald Trump is not upset when he spars with, with reporters. He enjoys sparring with reporters. He enjoys fighting with everybody. That's what Donald Trump does. That's one. Two, I'm going to say something. You'll probably be offended by it. Remember, I don't give a crap. I'm not here to lie to you. Donald Trump despises the fact that his presidency will be looked on by the media as this disgusting, disgraceful disaster. Donald Trump, see, you, you, you like Trump, and I like Trump because of how he fights with the media. That's why we liked it. We liked that about Trump. But the truth is, and this is a fact, and I don't care if you like it or not, Donald Trump craves media approval and attention. Why in the world would you take a disgusting communist like John Carl, who did everything he could to knife you for four years and give him an 18-hour interview at Mar-a-Lago? Why would you sit down with anyone at the New York Magazine? Why? And this was something that, that was never-ending. 
Who was that idiot? Gosh, I can't I can't remember the guy's name with the Washington Post. One of the most despicable reporters in the United States of America. And Trump gave him like a 12-hour behind-the-scenes look. And then the guy went and did like a 10-page article on why Donald Trump is the second coming of Adolf Hitler. And everyone freaked and said, what's he doing? Why is he doing it? I'm telling you, this is a guy for all the benefits he wants to be liked. He wants to. The, he wants the approval of the system. And I'll tell you, I sympathize because life is so much easier and better when the system approves of you. My goodness, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and you get this job and that job and this interview and that interview, and and rock stars give you shout-outs from the concerts, and life is good. But if you're perceived as an enemy of the system, as the system perceives Donald Trump, then you are treated like filth and your family's treated like filth. And you have this road cut off for you and that road cut off from you. And eventually it's just easier to just try to be accepted. Why does he continue to do this? I mean, honestly, sitting down for an extended interview with some communist at the New York Magazine is the equivalent of the director of the CIA walking into the intelligence apparatus of China's CCP and allowing himself to be interrogated for two days. It's essentially the same thing. Why does he do it? One, he likes to fight. Two, he craves their approval. I have, I, I know somebody very, very close to him. I don't know him. I know someone very, very close to him. And I will tell you, I have expressed my interest in this practice stopping he feels the exact same way i do he has relayed this time and time again is it going to change i don't know but this stuff it, it is maddening to watch all right somebody has liberals who are losing their ira someone's asking again about trump's presidency someone wants to know about me in iraq and the guy wanting to his wife to wear more makeup hang on Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, 
Precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pro. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Michael and Dell and MyPillow no longer have the support of big box stores or shopping channels the way you may have shopped for their products in the past. MyPillow have found themselves as part of this cancel culture. Because of this and the change in retailers, they want to pass the savings directly on to you. To get you familiar with other products, they are having a $25 extravaganza with the promo code JESSE. Two-pack multi-use MyPillows, just $25. MyPillow sandals, $25. Their six-piece towel set, you guessed it, 25 bucks. And for the first time ever, the premium my pillows with all the new Giza fabric, any size or loft level, just 25 bucks. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener special square for these $25 deals. Free shipping on orders over $75. Enter promo code Jesse or call 800-845-0544 for this amazing offer that won't last long. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now. Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. You are killing it with the tunes today, Michael. Killing it as Michael sits in for Chris today on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You can email me your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions. All can be emailed to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Just one more thing on the press. Back when I ran for Congress a couple times and lost a couple times, my people would always want me to do an interview with this local paper or that local paper. Pick your local rag, the local communist rag. They always wanted me to do an interview and I would always have to sit them down and I would always have to explain, would I go sit down and grant an interview to my Democrat opponent's campaign manager? Would I sit down and allow her campaign manager to interrogate me 
her communications director to interrogate me? No, of course not. That would be insane, right? Well, why are you going down to allow the local communist reporter to interrogate you? It makes no sense to grant your enemy access. Definitely not special access. Is there a method to that madness? Not a good one. Jesse, don't liberals have IRAs? My husband, age 72, and I, age 66, have lost more than $50,000 in our retirement account since Biden became our supreme leader. Don't liberals want to retire one day? Don't they care their money is disappearing? Well, here's the thing about us human beings, and I know this is definitely true of me. We don't do personal accountability very well. Personal accountability is very difficult. It hurts. Everything I've screwed up or done wrong in my life, and there's been so much that I've done wrong and so much that I've screwed up, every single time, at least initially, gosh, I wanted to blame someone else. Oh, he should have done this and she should have done that and he shouldn't have done this and he shouldn't have done that. Well, maybe if he do this or maybe if he do that, you know, you know, back, I've talked about this a little bit earlier in the show, back when I was selling RVs here in Houston and I got to know my friend and mentor, uh, Michael Berry of the Michael Berry show, of course, and Michael Berry started talking to me about, Hey, I think you could have a really special media career if you wanted to try it, so on and so forth. That was appealing to me, and one of the reasons it was appealing to me was this. You know I was pretty good at selling RVs. That's why they made me a manager and whatnot, but my sales numbers were starting to go down. Now, they weren't bad. They were always good, but they weren't great anymore. They were good. That's all. They were just good. My sales numbers were starting to go down, and I will tell you, When my sales numbers started to go down, I blamed the customers. I did. Ah, these dirt balls down here. Ah, bad credit. Ah, he was rude. Ah, I didn't like this. Ah, that thing was perfect for them. Why didn't I? My initial reaction was the stupid customers. (laughs) Idiots. This is my fault. The truth is, I'd given selling RVs about a five-year run, five, six-year run. I was burnt out. I was tired of dealing with customers. It's not for everybody. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great field. You can make a great living, provide it for your family. But I personally got burnt out dealing with customers. And therefore, I was taking shortcuts when I was with customers, probably a little more short-tempered than I was with the customers Do you think all the customers changed or do you think I changed? It was me, but my first instinct was to blame them. Democrat voters right now, you mentioned older Democrat voters who are having their retirements, IRAs, 401ks. They're watching those things disappear because you love accountability and I love accountability you want to sit there and believe that that person who voted for Biden right now is they're, they're pulling up their phone and they're looking at their 401k and they're saying, Herb, oh my gosh, we lost more money, Herb. This is our fault. Oh, I'm so mad that we voted for Joe Biden. Dang it, Herb. 
We shouldn't have done that. It really is on us, though. Do you have any idea how few people in this country are actually saying that? Oh, they'll blame this or blame that or blame this or blame that. But when the time comes for accountability in most people's lives, the most difficult thing to find on the planet is a mirror. If you're an older Democrat voter, yes, this is your fault. If you have a friend, family member, and you feel like alienating them, you're welcome to let them know this is your fault. Gas prices are your fault. The border's your fault. The stock market's your fault. You didn't like Donald Trump because he had some mean tweets. Well, um, enjoy your $5 a gallon gasoline. It is your fault. It is. And we have a serious accountability problem in this country. And that's why, that's why people don't, they don't own these things. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'd love to tell you that older Democrat couple is sitting there blaming themselves right now. They're not. I guarantee they blamed everyone else but themselves. I mean, wrap your mind around Donald Trump actually securing the border, deregulating the economy. He said he was going to be, when he was campaigning, he said he was going to be the greatest jobs president ever and then actually turned out to be the greatest jobs president ever. And yet, Democrat after Democrat after Democrat across the country went to the polls and voted for this instead. And uh, I had a terrible headache. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, a terrible headache. And uh, sorry. <coughs> People need to own it. I, I talked about it earlier in the show, and I'll, and I'll continue talking about it. I was making fun of Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz. Starbucks has been one of the most, as far as major corporations go, Starbucks and Nike are probably the most far-left corporations, I would say, in the United States of America. There is no Democrat policy Starbucks won't get behind. And when St. George Floyd died and the time came to, to blame the cops and, and say that they're well, all the problems are all the cops' fault, Lord knows it's not any of the saintly black people in the urban cities. It's all those dirty cops. Black people are practically still in slavery. Starbucks couldn't line up to get behind that whole movement fast enough. And now Howard Schultz is out there complaining about the decay of the Democrat cities. Howie, you're CEO of Starbucks. I know you've got to be doing pretty well. I mean, what you make is your business, but you can't afford a mirror? Maybe we should. Hey, Michael, maybe that's a new thing we should do. Maybe we should come up with Jesse Kelly show mirrors. And start mailing them to these people when they're having a difficult time figuring out why are these cities, oh dang it, Starbucks keeps getting robbed in San Francisco. Gosh, golly gee Whitakers, I just wish I knew who to blame for this. Go find a mirror. You did this. You did this. Not someone else, not this guy, not this mayor, not this, not this DA. You're out there hammering the button for Democrats every time. Own it. You did it. You did it. Place is a daggone war zone now. Cities are war zones now. And it's starting to spread its way into the country, just like, of course, it always would. Gosh, look, look, great time to bring it up. Are you practicing with your weapon? What, whatever you carry, whatever you use, AR-15, maybe you carry around a Glock like I do, whatever you carry, are you practicing with your weapon? 
Get a Mantis X and practice inside of your home with your weapon. Inside your home. Oh, Jesse, I can't I can't go to the range this weekend. Ammo's too expensive. You're in you're using Mantis X, you don't fire a shot. You dry fire practice in your home. Oh, Jesse, it's so hot out. I can't go to the range. I agree. I'm not going to an outdoor range this weekend. It's like 9,000 degrees in Houston. I'm going to practice in my air conditioning in my home. It'll put you through drills. It's what the Green Berets use. Marine Corps Boot Camp, Paris Island. Go there. You'll see Mantis X. Go get one for yourself. Go to MantisX.com. Military-grade technology. Make sure you're ready. MantisX.com. Go. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Didn't I tell you we were going to have a good time today? I got to pick up the pace because there are so many daggone good questions. I still have to get to the guy. (laughs) Shut up, Michael. I know there's been six, okay? There's going to be 60 by the time we're done. Like the guy who wants his wife to wear more makeup. I might have to do that one next. But I I did want to address this because I brought it up earlier in the show and I never did get to it. I don't know why it's hanging on me so much, but it is Uh, One of my buddies, Alexander Cortez, he does uh, physical training. Actually hooked me up with a workout program for tall people. But anyway, it doesn't matter who he is. He he put something up on social media. I just wanted to make sure I gave him credit for it. Of global antidepressant users per 1,000 people. Looks like the best in the world is Korea and Chile. 13 per 1,000 people. The United States of America is the worst on the planet, 110 per 1,000 people. And I saw it last night before I went to bed, and this happens to me sometimes. I don't, I don't know why things hit me hard. It hit me so hard, I, couldn't, I just couldn't wrap my mind around that because I laid there in bed and I was thinking about, I mean, what are we as a country? Gosh, we're the wealthiest country in the history of the world. I, longtime listeners of the show will remember, I bring this up often, but it's true. You know about the spice trade, right? About when countries like Spain and, and England and other countries, they found this glorious land, India basically, but this glorious land in, in and around India where you could get all these spices, pepper and things like that and all these things. And... I mean, wars were essentially fought over spices. People died in droves over these things, risked their lives for these things, spent fortunes for these things. You, me as an American, doesn't really matter your income level. You have a cupboard in your home full of spices that people would have killed for in the day. I mean, I'm not fabulously wealthy, doing okay now, but... I have a cupboard that a king would have people killed for. You do too. Right there. It's right beside you. Cinnamon, black pepper, cumin, just just paprika. People would kill for that. You, an American, right now, unless you're driving, you're not more than 25 feet away from a clean glass of water. Just We have these lives in this country that are so blessed And yet, we have more people on antidepressants 
than everyone else? Why? I, honestly, I want to give credit to Conservative Review because they responded because I put something up on social media about that. I want to pull it up so I give them credit for it. They put up a chart showing lobbying efforts in the United States of America. And maybe it really comes down to this. The chart showed this. Leading lobbying industries in the United States in 2020 by total lobbying spending. You know what second place was? This is second place. Electronics manufacturing and equipment. That was second place with 156. First, I'm sure you already guessed, is pharmaceutical. But do you know where theirs is? Remember, second place was 156. Third place is 151, so on and so forth. You know what pharmaceutical was? 306. Uh, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's million or something like that, Michael. But the point is, maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe we are legitimately sadder. I don't. I don't know why this is, but that's not a good place for a country to be. Maybe I had one friend suggest, and maybe he's right. I had one friend suggest we have it too good, and human beings who lack proper struggles struggle. Is the human mind the human mind is made for struggle. You need it. Whether you're old, young, whatever, you have to have some sort of challenge in your life you're trying to overcome, or you're going to your mind's gonna to go to some bad places. Maybe that's where we are as a country. I don't know, but I don't like it. I don't I see these numbers about America and I don't like it at all. All right. Now, that leads me right into this. Have you ever heard of the do good village? Gold star widows. I mean, we don't want to talk about struggles, not invented ones, real struggles. Gold star widows. Think what it would be like to you and your kids kiss your husband goodbye at a base somewhere, an Air Force base, before his unit lifts off to go fight somewhere, and you never see him again. He dies. How do you even begin to put your life back together after something like that? The do-good village in Florida, it's what Tunnel to Towers is building in Florida, They're building them a community, not just one home, a community, 110 homes, and they're going to make it so they can all go there free of a mortgage and live together and support each other. How freaking awesome is that? Kids who've lost a dad, parent, they get to come together with other kids, wives and some husbands come together. It's it's an awesome thing. They ask you and me, for $11 a month. That's all they ask. That's what Tunnel to Towers asks. And unlike many other charities, the money actually goes where you want it to go. Go to T, the number two, T.org. That's T2T.org and donate $11 a month. Tunnel to Towers, baby. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukraine. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean. If you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. Listen, thank you. <laughs> All right. You know, just a real quick thought on the Russia-Ukraine thing before I go on, because I am going to dedicate dedicate this last hour to churning through as many of these as possible. I got sent a picture from a friend of Eastern Ukraine of it was a big landmass area and it was all the areas that bombs and artillery had dropped. And I found out today that 
uh, Russia has taken in, I think, like 1.5 million Ukrainian widows and orphans and basically made them become Russian and all this stuff. And I do, I, you know what it made me think of? It made me think back to the beginning of this whole Russian invasion. And it made me think about how much garbage propaganda they put out there. And they, each side was doing it, so I'm not pointing fingers. Each side was putting out horrible propaganda out there, trying to win the public trust. And it made me think about how how much that backfired because it didn't win the public trust. I mean, it lasted for about five days. It won the public trust. And then everything started to turn out to be a lie. And what it did was it made the public stop caring at all. Like, it's wild to think about, isn't it, right now? There's a major invasion of other nation going on. Widows and orphans, people losing limbs, dying and nobody cares anymore because we got lied to so many times in the beginning. Everyone just kind of walked away from the whole thing. Kind of wild how human nature is, but it is what it is. All right. I have answered many, many Ask Dr. Jesse questions in my long, what, three-year career of doing Fridays. Uh, I don't think I've ever had one exactly like this before. A gentleman has emailed into the show. And, well, I mean, here's what he said. Dr. Jesse, Papa Bear, my wife is a dime, but only when she wears a little makeup. Without it, she is a nickel and a few pennies. Lately, when we go out, she doesn't wear any makeup at all. It drives me crazy. It's embarrassing. I know if I bring it up, it will not end well. What should I do? Find a new one? I will answer this nuclear bomb of a question. Next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together, we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.